Eternal God, our Father, how we bless your name. How we thank you for another day. We thank you for your presence. And we thank you for your power. Take your servant and use me for this time of proclamation that the saints will be edified. That you will be glorified. And the devil and demons will be horrified. And the world will be evangelized. We thank you now. We bless you now. We bind every demon spirit that will come against our worship and your word. In the name of Jesus. We pray for those who are sick and shut in. Those who have lost loved ones. We know you're able to keep us from, from falling. How we thank you now. In Jesus' name, bless those who are watching by live stream or on cable TV, on the radio, by however they get this word. May this word find a place in their hearts. In Jesus' name, God, we pray. And all those who love the Lord, say, thank the Lord. Thank the Lord. Thank the Lord. Amen. Amen. Matthew chapter 1, Matthew chapter 1, and verses 18 through 25. Matthew chapter 1, I last few weeks we've been dealing with this series of messages on the genesis of Christmas from Genesis chapter 3. Today we call your attention to Matthew chapter 1 and verses 18 through 25. When you found it, say, I have it. And remember that we are reading the word at least 15 minutes a day. Reading the word. Either the word will keep you from sinning or sinning will keep you from the word. <laughs> Amen. And, uh, and uh, just start reading 15 minutes. Uh, they will just read uh, whatever, but read the word. It'd be good for couples to read together and singles to read uh, the word. Amen. You have it? Say, I have it. I'm reading from the King James Version of the Bible. And let's read out loud. Let's make a chorus of the word of God. Matthew chapter 1 and verses 18 through 25. Let's read. Now the birth of Jesus Christ was in this way when as his mother Mary was espoused to Joseph, before they came together, she was found with child of the Holy Ghost. Then Joseph, her husband, being a just man and not willing to make her a public example, was minded to put her away privately. But while he thought on these things, 
Behold, an angel of the Lord appeared unto him in a dream, saying, Joseph, thy son of David, fear not to take unto thee Mary thy wife, for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Ghost. And she shall bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. Now all this was done that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by the Lord through the prophet, saying, Behold, the virgin shall be with child, and shall bring forth a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which is being interpreted is God with us. Then Joseph, being raised from sleep, did as the angel of the Lord had bidden him, and took unto him his wife, and knew her not till she had brought forth her firstborn son, and he called his name Jesus. Amen. The grass withereth, the flower faded, but the word of our God shall stand forever. Now the birth of Jesus Christ was in this way or in this wise. I just want to tag this text this morning. I want to talk from the subject, don't get it twisted. Amen. Don't get it twisted. You may be seated. Look at your neighbor and say, I'm looking good, but don't get it twisted. <laughs> don't get, amen. Don't, don't, don't get it twisted. Amen. This, this, uh, um, um, don't get it twisted. This it means uh, it's an urban saying. It bonic more than anything else means don't get it wrong. Don't be confused. Don't get it twisted. Amen. Amen. William Shakespeare said that there's nothing in a name. Shakespeare said that a rose by any other name would still smell just as sweet. But Shakespeare missed it. We are not talking about smells when it comes to Christ. We are talking about a savior. So don't get it twisted. Amen. In verse number 21, we see the sole purpose of his coming, for the angel said unto Joseph, for, she shall, for he shall save his people from their sins. So don't get it twisted. You see, there's three questions every person must sooner or later ask and answer. Number one, are you saved? Number two, who saved you? And number three, how did he save you? See, don't, 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 don't get it twisted now. No? Because see, all other religions are work-based. From Hinduism, Buddhism, Taoism, Confucianism, Mormonism, Islam, the new uh, uh, age religions, all are work-based. But the Christian faith 
is a relationship. Man, he, he, uh, Jesus, in religion, man is seeking God through all of man-made ways, do's and don'ts. In Christianity, God is seeking man. And remember when you guys say, when I guys say, we did not find the Lord. Because first of all, the Lord was not lost. <laughs> we were lost, amen. But Christianity is God seeking man. So, so don't get it twisted. Don't think you're going to heaven because you're black and broke. I mean, don't, don't, don't get it twisted. Don't miss it, amen. Don't be confused. Don't be bamboozled. Don't be hoodwinked uh, in thinking you're just going to heaven anyhow. No, don't. No, don't get it twisted. Amen. Look at the name. So don't get it twisted now. Don't, don't get it twisted. Amen. Uh, 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 after the story is told that after many fails attempts of flying in December of 1903, Oval and Wilbur Wright finally got their flying machine off the ground. And, uh, and they sent home uh, a, a telegram to their sister, uh, Christina, uh, 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 Catherine rather, uh, said, it simply said, flew 120 feet, will be home for Christmas. And when Catherine saw the, the telegram, she ran and to the uh, newspaper editor and gave him the telegram and showed him the paper and, and he said, and he glanced at it and he said, how nice the boys will be home for Christmas. And he missed the main point that for the first time in the history of mankind that man had flown. And that's the way it is in, with Christmas. If we're not careful, we'll miss the main point. The main point of Christmas is not about you going out, going in debt for people that will never pay you back. You see, Jesus never told us to remember his birth. Let me say it again. Jesus never told us to remember his birth. He told us to remember his death. That's why we have the Lord's Supper. He says, often as you do it, you do it in remembrance of me. He never told us to go spend a whole lot of money on Christmas. Don't get it with, how would you feel if your birthday came around and nobody gave you anything? <laughs> well, I'll try this side over here. How would you, your birthday <laughs> and your family go buy gifts for themselves. Somebody help me say, don't get it twisted, amen. See, Will Rogers said, we spend money we don't have to buy things we don't even need to impress people we don't even like. Don't get it twisted, amen. Christmas has become a capitalistic instrument for the world to stay in business. And it was never designed for that. It was the start of the redemptive process of our Lord and our Savior. So don't get it twisted, amen. Sometimes you tell your children, don't get it twisted. Now, uh, we paying these bills, amen, all right, okay, amen. 
Amen. All right, let me go on this. Amen. Don't get it twisted now. Just because I hug you don't mean I'm going to put up with this foolishness. All right, don't don't get it twisted now. Amen. Just just because you drive a new car don't mean you're free. Amen. All right, don't don't get it twisted now. Amen. That's right here in this text. Uh, First of all, we see Joseph's dilemma. Verses 18 and 19. Uh, 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 Now the birth of Jesus Christ was in this way when his mother Mary was a spouse to Joseph. Before they came together, she was found with child of the Holy Ghost. Then Joseph, her husband, being a just man, not willing uh, to make her a public example, was minded to put her away privately. Joseph had a dilemma. A dilemma is any difficult or perplexing situation or problem. It was a dilemma because his girlfriend in the Jewish culture they were espoused or engaged or betrothed was just like being married. And before they came together, in other words, before they consummated the marriage, she was found with child. Now, to show you how backwards we are in America, we have sex first. And then try to fall in love. Well, bless his name, Amen. We have sex first. And I told the young people this morning, God's love, agape love, has nothing to do with sex. Sex is a gift of God to be celebrated by married people only, by a man and his wife. Well, amen. I know somebody here this morning shacking up, and some of y'all shack so long you think it's normal. Amen. Well, bless his name. And he didn't come to me looking funny at me. Amen. 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 Joseph had a dilemma. Oh, I'm going to keep preaching it whether you come or not. I'm going to preach it whether you say amen. And I really, I really could care less because I made up my mind 45 years ago. I made Jesus my choice. So I'm not preaching trying to keep you happy. I'm trying to preach to keep you holy. Amen. So you don't go to hell. Amen. Don't get it twisted. Amen. Amen. Joseph had a dilemma. How would you feel if all of a sudden your girlfriend called and told you she was pregnant? Say what? She said. Say oops. Said what? She said. <laughs> and here you are. Amen. You. Amen. So I ain't. I know I ain't touch you. <laughs> That's a dilemma. Amen. And, 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 and Joseph had a character. He was a just man. See, a, a just man. Your, your, your reputation is what people say about you. Your character is who you are. He, he was a just man. And he didn't want to make her a public example. So the young folk this morning, you call a, you call a man a whore, he'll give you a thumbs up. Yeah. <laughs> You call a woman a whore, she'll start crying. That's why I used to have that shotgun wedding. They, that boy loved that girl, and they got ahead of God. He didn't want to make her no public example. It's, it's still a shame for women to be pregnant out of wedlock. Oh, we try to cover it over and get, get mad about it, but that's why they had that shotgun wedding. See, 
where I come from in, up in, in uh, Central East Texas and West Louisiana, if you got a girl pregnant, uh, whether you in love or not, you better fall in love by the weekend. Go. <laughs> I wish I had somebody else, somebody, you know, you, you, you wouldn't buy, no, I, mean, I don't love, no, you're going to be in love by, by Saturday evening, amen, because it brings shame to a woman, amen, and, and Joseph, being a just man, didn't want to embarrass his girlfriend, his fiance, so he was trying to work out a plan to put her away privately, didn't want to embarrass her. He wanted. He didn't want her because she could have been killed. No, no, no time. You, you, you look at Deuteronomy chapter twenty-two, verses thirteen through twenty-one. Uh, they didn't play. If a woman commit adultery, both the man and the woman were stoned. Today we put them on TV. Oh, amen, amen. Well, bless the Lord. He had, he had a dilemma. He, he, he didn't want to make her. Uh, uh, a public laughing stock. See, men are different from women. I know some of y'all been messed up with this feminist movement, but we men are not women. And uh, we men are not shame. We, matter of fact, most men brag about how many children they got. Yeah, man, I got, yeah. I got 15 or 20. Yeah, man, yeah. But that woman is a shame. And here's Joseph. Now, you women, if you're going to be with, y'all be with a just man. See? And, 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 and a just man is a man that don't want to put you to shame. Amen. And any man want to live with you, he won't put you to shame. That's shame in you. I'm glad we got through shouting early because I knew this was going to be tough. Amen. Because we live in Austin. We've almost lost a sense. The Christians have almost lost a sense of shame. Amen. We almost, like nothing shame us anymore. Used to be a time people were ashamed of their sins. Ain't nothing new under the sun. Ain't nothing new under the sun. But people used to be ashamed to, to display their, uh, uh, their, their fornication. They used to be ashamed. Used to be a time if we were had the radio up loud and we came by the church, we turn it down. We turn, amen. We turned down old Jane Brown when we got in front of the church. We turned down. Ow! We turned down. Just hold on, Jane. <laughs> Some of y'all know what I'm talking about. If you were drinking a beer when you came by the church, what you do? You didn't sip it. You just as soon as you got past if got past the church, as soon as you got past the church, got down to hill Franklin. Here you go. <laughs> That's right, right, man. We didn't even smoke around the church. I wish I had some witnesses around. Some of you young folk don't know what I'm talking about. You wouldn't even smoke around the church, man. Amen. We didn't even curse around the church because of the shame and respect for God. Well, bless his name. Joseph had a dilemma. Amen. Then let's hold you too long. Number two, look at Joseph's dream. Verses 20 to 20, 20, uh, uh, to 23, while he thought on these things, Joseph was a thinking man. And I told my young people, old folks said like this, you better look before you leap. Amen. It's obviously, we're living in a time where a lot of folk are not doing any thinking. They are just jumping. Amen. Amen. They don't think. Now I told young ladies in class, now if you're going to lay down with a man, you better think about what's going to happen if I get pregnant. 
Hmm. What's going to happen if I get some kind of STD? Hmm. What's going to happen to me if I drop out of school? Hmm. While he thought on these things. That's why I pray for our president. I'm hoping he's thinking, but I think president spent more time twittering, tweeting. I don't think he's doing but thing, you know, just, just. You better think before you move. You better think before you act because there is an equal reaction to everything that you do. You better think about it because once it's done, it's done. See, you're going to smoke that dope, go and smoke it. But you better think about this K2 could be. You, you gotta think. Joseph thought on, and a lot of people are acting. You can tell they're not doing any thinking. You talking noise to your parents, and you don't have a pot, uh, and a window. The Amen. I told, I told the church last Wednesday, Wednesday before last. My mama, mom, I know my mama was saved because she put up with me. Amen. She didn't kill me. I know she was saved because I did some stuff. And she, and I get to run in my mind. My mama gets sick of me. She look at me. She says, son, you better be quiet because your mouth will write a check that you can't cash. Amen. She said, you better think about what you said. Now, you better think about it. Amen. Well, bless his name. Amen. Better think about, amen. If you're going to drop out of school, you better think about what you're going to do before you do it. Because once it's done, then people gonna come to me talking about we went to Rev McClendon and prayed, but then nothing happened. Then well, I didn't do it. I mean, you, you better think, think about it. And, and and his Joseph had a dream, and an angel came to him and said, "Fear not, for that child is found in her. Or she have found favor with God, and what found in her is of the Holy Ghost." So I stop trying to explain spiritual things to unsaved folk. They'll never get it. Stop trying to explain to an unsaved rascal why you go to church or why you go. I don't, I don't see why you're going. Why you're giving your tithe? It's an unsaved rascal. That's music in this room. That's a picture in this room. But you've got to have a receiver to pick it up. The unsaved don't get the things of God. They are spiritually discerned. To the unsaved, they are foolishness. Got to go to church every Sunday. As if that's so much. Didn't have the unmitigated audacity. I like we stay at church too long. It's just too long. Jumanji is two hours long. Two and a half. I saw some folk out in the, sitting outside the football game yesterday in the snow, in the cold. Three hours. They done paid to get in. You better think. Joseph thought on these things. You better marry a thinking man. He, and then God gave him a dream. And while he's in a dream, he said, that which is born is of the Holy Ghost. Thank God for the power of the Holy Ghost. And his name shall be called Jesus. Think on these things. He is God. He, he, shall, he shall save his people. That's verse 21. From their sins. The Christian religion, and I use religion in a pejorative way, is the only religion that starts out from the presupposition that we are sinners. By choice and by birth. 
Amen. Oh, you don't think so, huh? You don't? You know, the Bible calls it sin. We try to call it a mistake. Amen. We are sinners. He shall save his people from their sins. Amen. You're not saved because you're Baptist. Get away from all that old denominational junk. I'm Baptist born, Baptist bred. When I die, going to be Baptist dead. No, you're just going to be dead. Only one person can save him. Well, bless his name. Just save it. And that's why, that's why denominationalism and religion, the gospel is not, is, not, is not received because people keep trying to help God out. No, Jesus came to save you from your sins. That's why you did what you used to do. Let's keep seeing this billboard on the side of a bus, on the bus around Austin, talking about uh, a pill that will help prevent HIV. And I got another sign. I won't put the real pill. Is the gospel? That that that's a real pill. What you need to take will prevent a whole lot of stuff. <laughs> Amen. So you say you're, you're not a sinner? Well, let me, let me look here right quick. I got, let me finish out. Uh, and thank you all for your cards you've given me gifts. I knew somebody was going to give me something. Amen. Look here, look here, look here. Don't, don't hate. Just what? Appreciate with your stingy self, with your broke self. Look, he said, <laughs> your non giving self. Look, look at, don't think you're saved. Huh? Don't think you need no, don't think you're a sinner, huh? Well, see, Paul knew he was going to be dealing with a bunch of pseudo sophisticated, arrogant, lascivious Corinthians authonites. So he wrote it down here in the book. If you see yourself anywhere, you ain't got to say nothing. Just pat your foot and say, thank you for salvation. Let's start off. Let's see it. First, first Corinthians chapter 6, verse number 9. Let me read this. Because see, a lot of folk don't think they need to be saved. Amen. Amen. That's why, that's why you don't want to hear the word. Because the word reminds you. It's a mirror. Some folk look like they got dressed without a mirror. Amen. Amen. Some stuff just don't go together. Amen. But right here in the text, let me show you. Let me read it. I'm going to go down. Y'all read. Watch this right here. First Corinthians chapter 6, verse 9. If you see anywhere here you've done any of this, because some of y'all don't even want to look at it. Because you already know. <laughs> look here. Look, First Corinthians 6 and 9. Look, he started off. Know ye not that the unrighteous shall not inherit the kingdom of God. Be not deceived, neither fornicators. You ain't got to, you ain't got to say nothing. Just, just look around. See? Uh, that, that take care of most of them right here. <laughs> neither fornicators. Nor idolaters, that's worshiping false gods. Nor, uh, 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 nor adulterers, that's people who are married having affairs on their mates. Nor effeminate, that's men trying to act like women. My, 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 my. Nor abusers of themselves with mankind, that's homosexuality. Nor thieves, nor covetous. That's being jealous. Some of y'all can't enjoy what you got. Jealous of somebody else. Came and say amen. That's why you can't take everybody home with you. Because some folk will become jealous of what the Lord have blessed you with. Some of y'all can't drive your new car to work. Because folk will look at you. Say, that's your car? Say, how long you had it? When did you get it? (laughs) 
How much did it cost? Who helped you pay? <laughs> the spirit of covetousness. I celebrate. I found out last week that uh, uh, Mount Sinai, one of our sister churches in the city, sold their building. They are moving to another building. Praise the Lord. Amen. Uh, 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 a few weeks ago, I was at a funeral at Greater Mount Zion. Pastor Clark got a chance to take me through a new building. Thumbs up. God bless you. Amen. Amen. See, you ain't got to be jealous of nobody because what God has for me it is for me See, to be covetous, jealous, envying. Amen. Amen. Well, blessing that. Look at not a covenant. Look at revilers, drunkards. Anybody used to drink? You ain't got to say nothing. That's why a lot of folk chewing gum this morning. You had a little nip before you came to church. So, folk, I, every time I see them, they chewing gum. I know. I know your breath don't smell that bad. Now it could be because you're trying to cover up that liquor you. Amen. You drunk. Amen. Well, amen. Well, bless the Lord. Amen. Somebody, you be drunk. Some of y'all miss Christmas. <laughs> well, let me. You miss Christmas. Matter of fact, you didn't get sober until January the second or third. Amen. You. Then you gotta ask, what day is it? Amen. See, is the, the thing. What? Okay, let me go and finish my sermon. Yeah. Uh, uh, drunk. No extortioners shall inherit. The, the kingdom of God. Now verse 11 is a shouting verse. And such were some of you. But ye are washed. But ye are sanctified. But ye are justified in the name of the Lord Jesus and by the spirit of our God. Yes sir. All of us are ex-something. Amen. That's why we don't put down nobody because all of us. I told the church the other week, Dr. Robinson, I couldn't run for no public office. Because somebody's going to go dig up. <laughs> well, amen. Think about what you were doing 40 years ago. 45. Lord bless his name. Amen. Some of y'all had, had that pole name. Amen. You were liquor. Amen. You think that you can't really. Amen. That's why I don't be rough on nobody because I know what God done for me. Amen. So, <laughs> people talk all that trash, talking about sticks and stones may break my bones, but talk will never bother me. That's a lie. It depends on who's talking. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Well, let me <laughs> Who's talking and what they said? Some people know. That's one reason why some of y'all glad I cut out testimonies. On Sunday mornings. Because when some people got up, you didn't know what they were going to say. Oh, God. <laughs> That's why we moved them to Wednesday nights. <laughs> amen. Well, bless his name. For I got saved. Amen. <laughs> amen. He thought on these things. Let me, let me finish. He had a dilemma. He had a dream. And then verses 24 and 25, finally, look at Joseph's decision. Verses 24 and 25 said that, that then Joseph being raised from sleep did as the angel of the Lord had bidden him and took unto him, him his wife. Amen. Joseph had to make a decision. Like all of mankind has to make a decision sooner or later. You have to make a decision. You got to make a decision where are you going to spend eternity? 
Where are you going to spend all the rest of eternity? You have to make a decision. A decision. He obeyed God. Amen. And that's where you get blessed is when you obey God. He, he chose to obey God. And if you want to be blessed, obedience is the key to being blessed. First Samuel chapter 15 verse Verse 22c said, Behold, to obey is better than sacrifice, to hearken than to fat of rams. John chapter 2 verse 5, Jesus' mother said, Whatsoever he say unto you, do it. Acts chapter 5 verse number 29, Peter and the rest of them said, We'd rather obey God than obey man. And the reason why some of you are not being blessed is because of fact you know what's right. You just don't want to do what's right. But let me tell you this morning, let me help you before I ship you. Don't get it twisted. God ain't going to bless no mess. You can pump it up, prime it up, pump it up, prime it up, prime it up, pump it up. All you want to, you can get high five, get folk to agree with you. But listen, God is not going to bless your mess. Only thing God is going to bless is our obedience. And that's what it means today. Some of you know you are not living in obedience with the word of God. And you keep thinking God going to bless you anyhow. No, we're living in a dispensation of grace where God is blessing pimps as well as preachers. He's blessing prostitutes as well as missionaries. So don't get it twisted. Don't think because you've been doing it 20 years, 30 years, 40 years, God agree with that mess. No, God is just giving you time and space to give you a chance to say yes. Joseph did what the Lord said do and, then he, and he knew her not until they had brought forth her firstborn. So in other words, they did not consummate the marriage until after Jesus was born. If Joseph had been Jesus' father, Jesus would have been a sinner just like us. I'm a chip off the old block. Leroy McClendon was my daddy. Jim McClendon was his daddy. Fed Jr. was his daddy. Reuben was Fed's daddy. And Fed Sr. was Reuben's daddy. And all of us are chips off the old block. But Mary was a virgin and that which conceived in her is uh, the Holy Ghost. And he knew her not until she had brought forth her firstborn son and he called his name. Notice Joseph named that boy in obedience to God. He didn't call him Joseph Jr. Amen. He didn't call him Billy or, or Bobby. He called him Jesus. And I know I said earlier what Shakespeare said, but Shakespeare missed it. There is something in a name. And there's only one name that is above all names. You see, uh, there are over 63 names of God in the Bible. Emmanuel stands for God with us. Jehovah Rapha. Mean I am he that healeth thee. Jehovah Jireh. Mean I am the God who will provide. And 
And some of us know here this morning, that's why it's hard for us to keep our seat because we know God has provided. I said in a funeral Friday that God brought us from sugar syrup and uh, he brought us from meatless sandwiches and he brought us from the projects. He, he brought us from cotton sacks to kill like God will provide. Yes, sir, he has provided. When, they, when you thought the enemy was going to take you down, God always provides. The psalmist said, Psalm 27 and 1, The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. So he's Jehovah Rapha. I'm going to fight this afternoon after service. I'm going by the nursing home and I'm going to anoint one of our members who mother is dying already got my all here right now and I, I'm not going to anoint her for death I'm going to anoint her for life because Jesus is Jehovah Rapha he is Jehovah Jireh he is Jehovah Shalom he is our peace when the world is going crazy children of God rest in peace I don't need no peace to have my peace I got peace of the Lord he's Jehovah Nisi the Lord is our banner he is Jehovah Sabbath which God our power whatever you need is in that name ain't nothing to Billy, ain't nothing to Nathan, ain't nothing to Corey, ain't nothing to Devon, but there is one name, I dare you to call it, Jill, when my load is heavy, Jill, when my burdens are heavy, Jesus, and he will come on by, get it twisted I'm saved full of the Holy Ghost and I'm on my way to Canaan land anybody here glad you were saved anybody here glad you know him heal all I need yeah 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 I so wish I president before he signed that tax bill. I wish he had said, Jesus, have mercy on us. Ain't he all right? Won't he rock you when you're weary? Ain't he all right? He'll drop tears from your eye. Ain't he all right? Say man 
I'm here today because of Jesus. Don't get it twisted. It's because of him we live, we move, we have our being. Don't get it twisted. The Lord is my shepherd. Shall not want. Don't get it twisted. He ain't all. can be saved get the call on that man Jesus won't he do it God bless you won't he before you cut your turkey tomorrow you ought to get the family around the table and say Jesus thank you Jesus I I know thank you He'll dry tears from you. Jesus, call his name. Ah, Jesus. They will tremble at that name. Thank you. Do what the Lord said do. You won't be blessed until you obey God. Joseph had a dilemma. He had a dream. Then Joseph made a decision. Like many of you, I made my decision 45 years ago. That's why every time we get through preaching, we always extend the privilege. Give people a chance to make a decision. Yes or no. But one day you'll stand before God. Amen. I don't care what you think about the preacher, we think about the church or anybody else. You got to die for yourself. Amen. Amen.